Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Woman the Nurturing Spirit. This is Lady J calling you from Phoenix, Arizona, live November 23rd, 2012, in the afternoon. We have a very special show today. I am excited, Woman the Nurturing Spirit excited, is excited to have a special guest, one of my children, one of my adult children, as a guest speaker today. I am ex- proud, excited. Um, and privileged and humbled to have one of my children, I should say a second, another child, young lady, April Rozier, as our guest speaker today. I've already had my oldest son, Garrison Rozier, who now has his own radio show, G3. I am G3. He's a musician. Today I'm going to be introducing to the world, to my fabulous, wonderful followers and listening audience, my one of my younger children, I have a set of twins, April Rozier. She is an amazing young lady. I've been waiting and anticipating for months to have her on the show, to have her interview um, so that people can know what an amazing young lady she is. Again, this is Woman in Urchin Spirit, WTNS. This is Lady J. And hello, everyone. It is um, a beautiful, warm afternoon on the 23rd, the day after Thanksgiving. It is my prayer that all those who participated had a wonderful Thanksgiving meal. They were able to be around family and friends. For those who were not able to, I just pray that um, your heart is thankful for your next breath. Your heart is thankful for being who you are. Again, this is the love court and it's about loving and knowing yourself. It's about knowing that you are a gift. It is about knowing that you have value. And I am praying and hoping that you're able to give thanks to the Creator for who you are. You are special. And I thank you. I thank everyone who takes time to listen, takes time to tune in, and who takes time to um, follow me and connect with the love court here at Woman the Nurturing Spirit. So we're going to take a little music celebration and get right into our show today with April Rosier. We'll be back in a moment. Mm-hmm. 
Well, hello again, everyone. This is Lady J at Woman the Nurturing Spirit, WTNS. And again, uh, we're going to be having a special guest today, April Rozier. And so I'd like to welcome her to our show. Hello, April. Hello, everybody. Wow. I am so excited. You know I'm excited. Because well, I, I figured that you told him that you were excited about eight times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that everybody is excited. And I am not. Well. <laughs> yes, I am because I've been waiting a long time to have you on the show. I think you, I'm just, look, okay, I know I'm your mother. Uh-huh. And, you know, I'm a little prejudiced. I'm a little, you know, biased. But I just believe that you are an amazing human being. You just bring so much to the table, and I've watched you since you were born, of course, <laughs> and I've watched you just completely flabbergast and just overwhelm people <laughs> who come into your presence because you have so much. You bring so much to the table. It's like, oh, my gosh. And people, of course, they say we look alike, and they can tell that I'm your mother and you're my daughter. At the same time, I think it's just amazing how God just ups the ante. And I look back at my mother, and I see how proud she is of her children, and I see that each generation just brings so much more to the table. And so I just believe that the whole world should know who you are. That's all it is to it. <laughs> I ain't mad about that. <laughs> So we're just going to just go right on into this um, conversation so we can just let the world know why I'm excited to have you on the show. So why don't you just, um, first of all, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about who you are. Well, like she said, my name is April Rozier. I am uh, just recently in my 30s, so I, I've made it through the 20s. Yay! Yeah, yeah. You know, that's a big deal when you make it through the 20s. Yeah, boy. <laughs> and all you babies that are still in your 20s, if you're listening, uh, just keep praying. <laughs> you know, you'll, you'll, you'll get comfortable at some point. You'll get comfortable at some point. But I, um, what I do is I've been in the entertainment industry since I can remember, um, and then who I am is uh, a teacher and uh, an uplifter and an encourager, and uh, I think the biggest word that is kind of attached itself to me as far as my 30s are concerned is uh, inspirer, if that's a word. Um, I like to inspire and bring inspiration. Um, so all wrapped up in all that, I'm a big bundle of joy. Is pretty a much big what bundle I am. of joy. <laughs> Okay, everybody, I'm just let you know, girlfriend's intense, okay? <laughs> and so I'm going to ask all kind of crazy questions because I want to pull out of her as much as possible so that we can just have a wonderful show. And so I named you April. Yes. Do you know what that name means? And can you tell us whether or not that the meaning of your name shows up in your life? Well, the meaning of my name is New Beginnings. Um, uh, pretty easy name, pretty a name that everybody knows, April, a month, and that's normally when springtime comes around. So it's a, it's a, the name means, like I said, new beginnings and just, you know, with the rain and, you know, the spring coming with the flowers growing and every the season changing. And I have definitely seen some probably births <laughs> that show up in my life. I, everywhere I go, it seems that people are in, in transition and new things are coming, and there's just a newness that God has put on the horizon for them. So every time I show up, it looks like chaos. And when I was younger, I, it was, you know, it was very frustrating and, you know, overwhelming to always be, you know, God to um, put you in a spot where it, it, there was transition going. Because normally when there's transition going, that means there's change. 
And we know not everybody is comfortable with change. So it always seemed a bit chaotic. But once I learned, you know, my name and what that meant, um, and then I could just rest in the, you know, understanding of what it all meant, that when I walked into a situation, if I did not see transition or change going, I would always question, okay, God, is this where I need to be? Wow. Because everywhere you go, you show, you know, you show up no matter what. Or the you that God created you to be is going to show up. Well, that is very impressive for somebody to be the age you are and to understand what you bring to the atmosphere, what you bring to people's lives. So you're telling me that not only are there new beginnings and new births in your own personal life, but when you show up in other people's lives and situations, the same thing is happening. It's almost like you're a midwife. <laughs> oh, yeah. You get the uh-huh. birth. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like, yeah, I don't get to be, you know, around when the lady's got the belly and the baby's kicking and she's glowing and everybody's just so excited. No, I'm there when the lady is grunting and squealing and sweating and wanting to pull my hair out with her hair. Yeah, yeah, I'm the closest to death that you can get okay, when so, I'm around them. So, well, so I'm sitting here thinking about, okay, you said the ladies, but I'm quite sure you meet got some guys who are giving oh, birth Oh, yes, too. I mean, <laughs> well, spiritually, when you're spiritually talking about birth, everybody gets pregnant. You know, God is both female and male. So, you know, right, he not yeah. only is a seed, but he also is the one who creates the seed. So, you know what I mean, he only, not only, like, I mean, incubates the seed. He also is the creator of the seed. Wow. So if you are if you are to become like God, you are to be male and female. That's where you're going to. That's what you're you're working on is to be both of them. So I mean physically, no, you might not be able to get that done, but spiritually you should be able to balance both male and female. So even my fellas out there, yes, when I show up <laughs> you probably grunting and sweating and yeah. Going through the labor process. Okay, well, okay, well, why don't you share with us one of the situations in your life recently where you know that there was a birthing either in your personal life or a birthing in someone else's life or situation where you just happened because you showed up that something, you know, transitioned, some some kind of new thing happened either in your life or in their life. Well, okay, let me first preference it by saying that most of the time when you step into these new realms or you go up in God, you know, another level or those type things when you go into this transition, because God's never going to just transition you on a straight plane. You know what I mean? He's never, And he's not going to transition you lower than what you are. He's always wow. going to transition you to a higher level. That's he's always powerful. going up. So when normally when you step up... <laughs> You don't know it, <laughs> kind of like a surprise. He doesn't like, hey, you know, there's not a bunch of bells and whistles and lights around the door that you walk through. Normally there's a plain old door with a key and you walk into it. So most times I'm. it happens when I realize that I've actually transitioned, I'm already close to the next transition. Wow. Yeah. But recently I've decided to... Uh, to move back east where I grew up. Um, I've been out here on the West Coast in Phoenix for a little over, for about 12 years after I graduated high school. And I moved back east, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, but it just wasn't my time to be there. And recently God has just prepared me. Now, in the preparing, it was quite strong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was extremely uncomfortable. I had a lot of jobs I didn't like. I um I felt, you know, inadequate at some points and, you know, less than at some points. And, I mean, you know, that whole going through, 
Yeah. Like the old people like to say, you know, yeah. I'm going through. Yeah, I've been going through for, for about 10 years straight. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I say 20s was strong. It was strong. So for all of my 20s, I felt like I was going through to get to this spot that I am now. Wow. You know what I mean? And it just feels like, I don't know if it's, I, for me, I connected to my age because it just felt like the day I turned 30, it just felt like a whole new world opened up. You know, that God had just taken a blanket off of me and that, you know, I was, you know, like when you're a baby or, or even, the, like I like to say, some of my preteens that I work with, yeah. um, you're still being kind of controlled by your parents because you still don't have ration in your head, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I felt like, a, you know, I felt like a teenager for a long time. Ooh, wow. And I finally, when I became 30, I felt like an adult finally awesome. like you know and i felt like i was unveiled almost and so moving back east you know stepping into that it seemed like everything around me even the transition from you know kind of wrapping things up here in phoenix to going to philadelphia the people there the um the the buildings there everything seemed to um I seem to have been being prepared for it for those 10 years, wow. and I didn't know it. And then all that uncomfortable places that I were were just to make me stronger, were just to teach me lessons that I'm now using now. Um, it, so, yeah. yeah. There that you sounds go. great. Well, I'm listening to you, and, of course, again, because I am your mother, I know some things about you. So this is what I would like to go into next, because I know that you do – you are, like I said, an amazing person. You have a lot of gifts and talents and creative juices going on inside your life. And so I know that you are a ballroom dancer. Yes. You were trained at Arthur Murray. I know that you are a stage manager because you help with productions. Yes. I know that you are an actress. You have done some film. You have done Broadway. You have done some some small films here in the Valley. I know that you are a performance coach, and I know that you kind of like a life coach where you help people, you help people transition and conversation in their life. So tap, touch, talk about a few of those things that you've done, what they did for you to, to bring you here to this moment, and which one of those things right now is the thing that you love to do and you would do it for the rest of your life? Okay, well, um, I recently just kind of, like I said, it always comes to a shock to me, um, but just God just revealed to me, you know, uh, certain steps. Um, now, backing up, yes, I, when I, I started uh, performing when I was four, so, you know, going to dance classes, um, doing little plays, doing my high school shows, and then it graduating into doing, you know, your community theater. And then it graduated to when I was in school, you know, being able to work on Broadway. And then it graduated into, you know, actually, you know, hooking up with Arthur Murray in Phoenix and um, not only learning how to ballroom dance but being able to teach it and then becoming a, what we call it a back department teacher, which is somebody who is technically trained so well that they can, you know, go to a certain level in ballroom dancing and in all that, it's pushed me into where I am now. Now, I've always struggled with marriaging my um, my gifts and my talents and my purpose and, and all of that, you know, what God really created me on the planet to be and what I'm good at. 
Wow. And so he recently just revealed to me that, you know, there are there's steps, there's a process in life and that that you have, you know, what I like to call there is your your pattern that you have, there's your talent and um then there's your your purpose. So um it's kind of went that way for me is that when I was little I first found my pattern. You know, like what do I tend to always go towards? Okay. You know, and that was performing arts, no matter what it was. Yeah. I worked on the stage, under the stage, behind the stage, <laughs> next to the stage, outside the stage. I was all over. I was, you know, I like tech. Like as you said, I was assistant stage manager. I stage manage. I've been on stage. You know what I mean? Um, so I've done all of it. I've, you know, even when it came to per- paperwork and, and, um, and the money for everything for stage, I've done. So I just looked at my patterns. What what always attracted itself to me? Because like God always says, you know, that thing that keeps attracting itself to you is the thing that He put inside you. Wow. So you need to pay attention to that. Like what is what is easy to you almost? Like all of a sudden, you, you like if you're a painter, but you're struggling with that. But it's like yeah, but. Do people always come up to you on, out of nowhere? Because I swear every time I would be in the restaurant or at some, just in the line at a grocery store, and somebody behind would be like, hmm, you look like you dance. <laughs> you look like you act. And I'm like, I don't know you. I've never met this person. So what is wow. the thing that God always, what is your pattern? And then I moved on to what my talent was, what my gift was. And that was the thing that I worked on. You know what I mean? That I took classes for, and I spent a whole bunch of money, you know, going to school for. You know what I mean? And and that piqued, you know, this passion inside of me that I wanted to learn more and more and more and more. So me starting off as a dancer just made me want to be an actress because pretty much dancing is acting without words. Wow. So then I started acting. So then when I started acting, then I wanted to, you know, direct the shows and produce the shows. And, you know, then you go into film and it all was working together. So once I found my talent out, you know, the thing that I could actually get paid for and keep my light bill on with, um, then it moved on to my purpose. You know, God was like, this is the reason I put you on the planet. And that all to say brought me to now becoming this transition coach um, and it's specifically I deal with um, with performance, performance arts, because that's what I know. But I transition people either into the business of performing arts or out of the business. Okay, okay, so wait a minute. So, okay, say, be, saying that, that you know that you help people transition, What? Are, give me three things that people tend to jack up when they're going into performing, whether it's dancing or singing or acting. We're looking at all these shows on television and everybody's performing. Look at these people just like, oh, my goodness. It's just we're just inundated with all these talent shows. Yeah. Give me three things that you know that people should really pay attention to should they want to go into that kind of, you know, lifestyle um, or living. I- I could say this, and this could actually be for anything, you know, either you want to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever, but the first thing is, it. do you have a passion for it? Is it the thing that literally wakes you up in the morning and puts you to bed at night? That's good. That's is it the good. thing that if they said we, would, we can't pay you, but you're like, I'll do it? Wow. You know what I mean? Is it the thing that when somebody, you could be in a, a room full of 100 people and somebody, there's a couple of people, like two people, all the way on the other side of the room having a small conversation about it, and you hear it? 
Wow. Out of all those people, and it draws you to it. You know, like I said, it, it, it's it got to be that thing that literally, like I told my sister Tiffany, we were talking about, I said, you know, it's the thing that you foam at the mouth about. <laughs> like, your volume raises, your wow. eyes are bulging, like your heart is beating fast, like you start, and you almost get emotional about wow. it. Wow. Because you're just so passionate about it. It's everything about you. You know what I mean? And you can't learn any. You can't learn enough about it. And the thing about it that makes it a great passion for you is the fact that you will never learn all that you can about it. You know what I mean? And that's what drives you. Um, okay. So the passion. first thing is passion. Okay, wow. You know, do you have a passion for it? The second thing is, do you uh, kind of piggybacking off of that? Do you want to learn more about it? Uh. Do you want to be educated about it? Does it make you, if you're not a reader, read about it? Does it make you, if you are not somebody who goes out of the house, get out the house about it? Like, does it take you, like, does it make the uncomfortable spots be comfortable for you? Wow. You know what I mean? Like, I know a lot of people who love a certain thing, but they're not, you know, socially out there, and they're a little socially awkward, and they don't like to be around crowds. But I'm telling you what, if you say, hey, we're going to go do this thing that you love, they're at the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Make them smack on their face, tear dive, lay to the side, and they are out the house. And that's the only time you see them out. Oh, that's so true. But yeah. does it make you want to be educated? Does it make wow. you want to go learn more about it? Wow, you know, so, wow, passion, education. Asia. And my last thing is, is is it you? Uh-oh. Does it change who you are Ooh, or does it make good. you feel the most you you've ever felt before? Wow. Like, you don't want to do something that you always feel like. Like I always say, there's, there's this, I'm still trying to find the words for it, but uh, me and my sister are talking about it, but there's a difference between feeling uncomfortable with something and something that just ain't right. Mm-mm. Okay. And it's not right to feel uncomfortable. You know, when you work out and your muscles, you can feel like, okay. oh, my muscles feel a little uncomfortable doing this, but I can do this. Okay. There's something in the back of your mind that says, but you can do this. Then there's a difference between this ain't right. Wow. You know, God, that spirit is telling you, no, don't, That's no, good. no, no. That's real good. It has to be you. Ooh. Don't pick up something that's not you. Don't pick up something that makes you be somebody else. You need to be, like I said, there's just, I don't, like, there's no words for it to describe you feeling like you and you knowing it. I'm sure there's been moments when you were a little kid or you were a teenager or in college or, you know, a young adult and then a mid-adult and then an older adult where you've had those moments where you felt incredibly like yourself, like the God, the you that God created. Wow. So what are you passionate about? What is your passion? What is that thing you educate yourself about all the time? And what is that thing that makes that, that foam you, at the mouth? Yeah, foam <laughs> at the mouth. That thing that makes that that you know this is me, no matter what. Um, you know, I'd have to say I'm still because I'm just thirty. I'm still working on it. It's it, it, okay. it still transitioning. You know what I mean? It's still growing. Okay, you know this is being recorded, I'm, right? This is being recorded. I know. So I know. Everybody, you know, I got to tell. I'm still trying to do it. Don't hold me to it now. Don't hold me to it now, right? Right? <laughs> Give me my way out. But um, I have to say that, like I said, inspiration. Wow. Because I could give you, like, oh, I, I love acting. Now, acting is something I love because it's something that I know I will never understand fully. 
Wow. And that I will always have to drive myself to learn about That's it. That's incredible. But the bottom line of who I am, the person that God made me to rest into is inspiration. Wow. No matter where I go. Because when I was younger, I always thought, oh, maybe it's joy. Or maybe it's this. But the bottom, bottom line of all of it for myself, it has to be inspiration. Because no matter where I go, number one, people always tell me, you know, you always inspire me, just even even wow. if you don't say anything to me. I watch your life, and I'm inspired by your passion and by your drive. And that's the thing that I struggle for myself with. So I know it's the thing that God created me to be is an inspiration no matter what. And and your thing might be joy. Your thing might be peace. You know what I mean? Um, I always looked at the fruit of the spirits and going, okay, what's the thing that, you know, I can attach myself to? Oh, wow. Um, and so for me it's inspiration to to inspire you because I never want you to want to be me. I don't like it when people want to be somebody else. Oh. My biggest thing is, you know, I get the the biggest like, go, y'all better do it. You better do that thing. <laughs> is when somebody's inspired to be themselves. Okay, wow. Okay, so you sound like an incredible mentor as well. So I know that you're doing your stage manager for a production. At, can you tell us a little bit about where you are, what, what you're doing, what's the name of the theater, and what are some of the things you've been doing as a stage manager? Because I know as a stage manager, you kind of, you kind of wear that double head as a mentor, yeah. working with the actors, the young actors. So give us a little bit about what you're doing there and where. Well, right now I'm currently working at a theater. It's a youth theater called Grease Paint. It's in Scottsdale, Arizona, um, downtown Scottsdale, old town Scottsdale. And right now I'm currently actually choreographing um, a show called Little Mermaid. Wow. Um, And then I will be stage managing again for How to Succeed after um, Little Mermaid. And the show's normally the process of it is about three months of rehearsal and from the meetings and all that stuff to by the time we put the production on. Um, I mean, as a choreographer, I mean, you know, that's playing out you know, just teaching them how to dance and inspire them to, you know, to dance better. Um, But as a stage manager, you pretty much wear every hat. Um, You are the person besides the director that's in charge. Um, Like I always tell the kids and I tell the parents and everybody I work with, you know, I am the person who is to keep the integrity of the show intact. Wow. So even if I have to fight with the director at some point, (laughs) <laughs> it is up to me that when we start this show that this is the vision of it. Excellent. And it is my job to make sure that we, by the end of it, see that vision come to fruition. Wow. So, like I said, my job is to keep the integrity, no matter what that looks like. If the lighting is something's going on with the lighting, I, you know, I have to get that fixed. If the props are not where they need to be, I need to get that fixed. So everything that I do, even when it comes down to how the actors are feeling, how the director is feeling, are they motivated, are they, you know, excited still, are they going towards the goal that we set for them in the beginning, you know, regardless of what it is, the task is, it's all about the integrity and making sure that, you know, what we started with is what we're going to end with. Well, it sounds like not only do you inspire others, you also are inspired. So how does doing what you do inspire you? I mean, does does when working with young people, working with um, actors, working in theater, does it inspire you? Well, since it is my passion, it does inspire me. But the, I I've worked with adults and they're great. 
Don't get me wrong. I love Maya Belt. I am one. But there's nothing like watching um, somebody who was your age. Wow. <laughs> uh, working with the youth. And um, I love little kids, too, but it's more the youth. It's more those kids that are from 13, like when you're actually a teenager. Wow. To when you uh you when you graduate and seeing that and seeing how um how fragile they are as far as their education is concerned about themselves. There's okay. nothing more powerful than being able to be a part of somebody finding out who they are. Ooh. Like that is just like the biggest reward out of everything. I mean, I guess I like to get paid because I like to eat. I've gotten used to that. <laughs> you and Dad have gotten used to me eating three square meals a day. So, yes, oh, I like to get paid. That is but so cool. the biggest reward is to seeing these children become themselves. That's special. Wow. And being able to speak into their lives and then them to turn around and inspire you to remember when you were their age and you said, you know, when I turn 30, I want to at least be doing And it's not a thing of list of what you're doing, but who you are. Like, I want to be confident, and I don't want to be insecure, and I and I want to know who I am, and I want to know what love looks like, and I want to be able to have relationships in my life where I can give love. And those things that you have that are more internal and spiritual, that when you see these youth and they're they're starting to kind of like, reach for those things and go, okay, these are the things that I want when I turn 30 and you are 30 and you're feeling like, oh, God, wow, <laughs> am I doing this right? Am I the person you want me to be, God? Um, am so, I – how do I look to other people? You so, know do you have, so do you have a personal story or testimony of someone who came back to you and said to you, because of you being in my life, this has happened for me, I'm now willing to do this or whatever that you know that you t- inspired or you touched? Well, the great thing about um, the people that I've run across, and, and and it does have to do with just amazing people that I've run across, is that they always do come back and say, you know what I mean, what has happened. And just recently my sister's uh, roommate and a friend of ours, Marty Soul who just recently moved from, she grew up in Brooklyn, New York. She moved to Nashville, and she was there. She's a, she was a teacher. She was a kindergarten teacher. And um, then she recently decided she didn't want to teach anymore. That was not the thing she was passionate about. It was something that was going to pay bills and, you know, make her secure financially, but it wasn't going to make her secure soul in her soul. So she decided she wanted to pursue her passion, which was theater, and not only theater, but, you know, she wanted to do voiceover work, and she really liked Disney and, and that situation. So helping her transition from feeling like, okay, I went to school, I used all this money, and my parents are going to be like, what are you doing? Wow. You know what yes, I mean? From transitioning yes. from that to now she is actually employed at Disney right now. What? So she is on her way, and when I first, um, I met her before, but when I really got to know her, she had just did her first play. Wow. And then she did her mu- another musical, and she got the lead. And then she did another musical. So, you know what I mean? It's just to see her, trans- you know, to be able to know that the things that God told me, because like I, I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't me. Okay. It is not me. Like the okay. old people say, giving all honor and praise to God. <laughs> it is not me. Yes. Let me tell you something. That takes.
take so much pressure off of you. Wow. When you yes. can really understand and truly know that this is like the whole point of God, Jesus being in the garden of Gethsemane, when he had that moment where it clicked in his head and he go, oh, not my will be done. Wow. But your will be done. All right, Meaning now. I don't have to come up with um, any of the materials for this. I don't have to come up with the finances for this. All I have to do is seek and trust you Mm-mm-mm. that you already know what the plan is. You created the plan, and you already have the plan already done. All I have to do is just step in your footsteps that you already created for me. Okay, you sound like a yeah. preacher now. Well, I'm just saying, you know, don't get me started now. Don't get me started when I'm preaching good. Don't, don't stop me when I'm preaching good. Okay. Well, I just love, I can hear your passion. I can hear your heart speaking um, about what it is you do, which means you are a person of sincerity. You have, you know, you let your heart, you follow your heart, you know. You're not just doing things just to be doing things. So um, I want to go into a little bit about your person, uh, let people know a little bit more about you. So let's, let's I'm going to ask a couple of fun questions mm-hmm. such as what's your favorite color right now? What is your favorite color? Um, well, my favorite color is turquoise. Tur- okay, <laughs> she's messing around, everybody. Turquoise. I'm do you know blue, what that? Co- I'm a blue green person. So, do you know what that color means? Um, now I I, I do believe. Uh, okay, green I know is about. I do believe it's about. Uh, I don't know. You tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but being secure spiritually, I always think of like earth and you know what I mean, being solid and. In that, and then blue, I cannot remember what blue is, but okay, blue has to do with, uh, I always think of what blue does for me, and it's a peace and um, pretty much wholeness to me, you know. Okay, well, that sounds good. Now, when you bring those two colors together, that color means faith. Okay, see, there you go. <laughs> being grounded and being whole. Come on, somebody talk to me right now. <laughs> Y'all got to listen to the spirit more often because he'll make you sound brilliant, let me tell you. <laughs> so the color of faith, so that is, you're letting me know that you are really, at this moment, really walking by faith. Like, like okay, I'm not... It's not, and it's not like an uncertainty, like fear. Yeah, yeah. It just basically says that I am full of faith right now. I am in a place of being, I'm inventing or reinventing my life, and I'm just paying attention to, um, you know, how I'm walking by faith. That faith is that that just you know trusting God with everything I got, and you know I don't have to know all the answers. But I do know that I can trust that God is taking care of me, and I don't like you said earlier. I don't have to be concerned about all the details. I just know yeah. that God will take me through whatever I have to be taken trust through. Trust me, when I was little, I was a list person, and I still kind of am. But I was that person that this is how it's supposed to happen, and this is supposed to look like, and this is what it's supposed to smell like. Yeah, because so. it sounds like yeah, because it's the color of faith, the color of movement, the color of being of great energy. It's the it's the color of hope. Um, you believing and you're trusting right now. It's a, basically it's a, it's about helping. It's called it's the color like when you get into your, the profession. It talks about the healing. It's helping the people's spirits and minds. It's it's being able to help people to deal with what they're thinking and what they're doing. It's almost like a motivational speaker. You know, you could easily be a motivational speaker right now because you have the ability to. 
um, inspire people and help them heal. It's, it's the color of, of the great healer. Isn't that just amazing? How I like you, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like great insight. Right now you're just walking around with such great insight. So I think that's just fabulous. Um, I want to talk to you about what you're getting ready to do and what are your plans or your goals or your desires in the next, say, three to five years? What do you hope to see or to be doing in the next three to five years? Well, I am, like I said, I'm heading back to uh, Philadelphia to get myself settled there. I will be going to school um, to get my certification in uh, life coaching so that I can officially have a practice of uh transition coaching uh coaching um and then uh pretty much that's my biggest goals right now and then um finding a uh i know that god has ever since i was little um god has always geared me towards um healing and um so um finding connecting to a ministry that um really really dives into uh deliverance and healing so that's my that's my that's my main goals right now. That's where the blinders are, is, you know, finishing school and then connecting with the uh ministry that is um that really works with uh deliverance and healing. Well, I just think this has just been wonderful. You said a whole lot in a few <laughs> moments. I just want to conclude this conversation. Hope that I can interview with you again. I would just like for you to share, have a final thought. What would be the final thought, word, that you would leave with someone should you never see them again? Um, My final thought and word would be to really connect spiritually to that part of you that inspires you to move. Um, and what I mean by that is to really find the, you know, listen to God and really dive deep into your spirit and really read books and read the word and listen to messages and re- and talk to your friends and really open up your relationships with people so that you can find that spot in you that if nobody else were to ever say anything to you ever again, that you can inspire yourself, that you can find that spot in you that keeps you, that gives you momentum so that you're like a wheel on the road that you constantly move and that, you know, you don't slow down or stop. Because um, if you've seen a wheel going, once it stops, it falls flat, right? So. <laughs> you become well, that wheel that constantly moves and moves and moves and moves and moves. It's kind of like you lose what you don't use kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yes. yeah. Wow. That's that spot in you that keeps you moving. Because that's, that's what makes life, I think, grand. And that's what gets you the spots that you, you look back in your memories. I bet you the biggest memories you have, that the greatest memories you have are the ones where you go, wow, if I had not stepped out on faith, if I had not yes. motivated myself, Ooh, if yes. I had not inspired myself, not listening to anybody else, if I had not stepped out on that water, right, out of that boat, yes, I would have not been here. I would have not have done those great things. I would not have went across the country or met my husband or had my children or um, been in a career that I loved or met my best friend or, you know what I mean? Like you just, those are the, you know, when you really think about those moments, those are the moments when you really stepped out on faith. 
Wow. And so I would say my encouragement might to is to find that spot. Let God really teach you how to inspire yourself and motivate yourself so that you can always have momentum. Oh, I love it. And it sounds like you know, you know, you know I'm going to, I have to I have to make this part of the show because this listen everyone, I've been wanting able to have her own radio show. <laughs> Because she is so inspired. You got slick, Mama. You and got slick. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be all day long. It could be a five-minute, ten-minute moment where people can tap in and hear some great thoughts, especially at your age. You know, I'm just about 60. I Yes, I know people tell me I look younger. I act younger. I'm tapped into young energy. It's just that to hear someone in their 30s talk to the age group, to keep them motivated and inspired. Since you're an inspirer and you know how to speak into people's lives, you are a healer. Remember, you are the podium person behind the podium. You can just do it. You don't have to stand up in person. <laughs> you can stand up on, at the podium on a radio show. And I'm, I'm sure, I know the people that listen to this show will be willing to tap into that show. So I would just like for you to think about it again, Miss April, yeah. to have your own little show so people can tap in and be spied on a regular basis, especially people who may not be able to be around you physically, but to be able to know that you can have those words. And it's a great platform, like you said, getting out that boat. Yes. <laughs> well, let's, I want to hear from your people, though. I want to hear from the people that are listening. Okay. That's something that they would like. Okay, we'll, you we'll know. do a little, we'll, do a little we'll, we'll reach out, we'll yes. tap into that and see how many people will be willing to hear you. I'm quite sure as soon as you get on, as soon as you do it, you will see the numbers. Trust me. And so, again, thank you so much for this conversation. Thank you for coming on Woman the Nurturing Spirit, WTNS. This is Lady J, and I appreciate you, and you just continue thank to have so a wonderful, wonderful, me. you're welcome. Talk to you later. Everyone, we just thank you for tuning into Woman Nurturing Spirit today. I pray that you are really blessed and inspired. And yes, um, being a mama, I'm going to constantly <laughs> be able to hear about being on having her own show. She, as you can see, she's a real blessing to um, everyone. She's a blessing to me. And I thank you for being um, a listener today. Continue to have a wonderful holiday season, the rest of the year. And God just bless you all.